morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is you have an opportunity to listen to the Solidarity Effect podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today uh, to listen to what I got to banter about. It's been a while since I've done a podcast. It's been pretty crazy this summer just with the schedules of everything going on. And it's just, uh, it's it's been a... Um, it's been a crazy summer so far, and when it comes to the headlines, there's definitely no shortage of stuff to talk about. I mean, it, it comes fast and furious every single day, but uh, I just want to take an opportunity to just discuss a few of the current events that I just absolutely, I've got to weigh in on. Honestly, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of things in the news, obviously, that uh, affect everybody, but there's also a lot of stuff that is totally out of our control. I mean, it really is. And and, and I just got to weigh in on it. And so, um, first off, you know, I, I, I just hope that everybody out there is taking the Delta variant seriously, COVID-19 Delta variant. It's, it, it's something not to mess with. I personally know of people who have been vaccinated that have gotten breakthrough cases. And, and luckily, um, they've weathered through it because they were vaccinated. They didn't end up in the hospital or potentially even dying from it. Um, it, it to me, it's just amazing what the hell is going on in society right now when it comes to, you know, the mask mandates and the anti-vax movement. I mean, it's just, it's astounding to me that we have... You know, in this country, we have the best scientists in the world. I'm convinced of that. Now, you know, maybe that's that's an overreach. You know, because obviously there's great scientists in Europe and other parts of the other parts of the world as well. But when it comes to, you know, the speed and and the efficiency of getting the vaccines to combat the deadliest virus that we've had to deal with in in our lifetimes, just from a for just from a contagious standpoint, a transmission standpoint, COVID-19 is no joke, folks. And the people that are out there that are like railing against it, that say it's all bullshit and it, it, it's not real. It's like, I don't know what planet they live on because it certainly isn't planet Earth because um, the science is right there, folks. I mean, people that are all of a sudden could barely probably get through science class in high school are all of a sudden complete total experts on what's going on with, with the vaccines and how it interacts with a human body. And it's just, it just blows me away. It just absolutely blows me away. Where in the hell did we get off track in this country to where we are challenging the science behind the development of these vaccines and what's happening with this virus. I, I mean, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that, you know, we have the internet and people that are just, you know, all they got to do is just pull up Facebook and they're an expert on everything. And it's just, it just blows me away because, you know, we didn't, we didn't, you know, as a generation Xer, we didn't grow up like that. I mean, come on, you know, think about it. When we were in school, and I'm talking specifically to my generation, you know, I know there's differences in the younger generation and the older generation, but I'm, I'm going to stick with the Xers right now. Come on, folks. I mean, when we were in school, I mean, you know, there's, there's science and, and science is based on data and facts and theories and, and all of the stuff that goes along with it. But 
it is what it is, right? I mean, the facts are what they are. And for, for so many of my generation to just poo-poo it and just push back against it, it's like, now come on. Let's, let's, let's honestly just take a look at this. Are you trying to say that if, if you're a conspiracy theorist and, and you believe that this is all a hoax and then that all these people like Dr. Fauci and all the other scientists have spent their lives waiting for this moment, Stop to think about this for a second. Are you trying to say that a scientist is going to spend the, the entire career, his or her entire career, waiting for the moment to develop a vaccine to somehow manipulate your DNA or to have some type of control based on the engineering of the vaccine? I mean, it's just, it's just insanity. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy talk. I can understand it if people are, you know, they're worried about side effects. You know, they, they they may have concerns about that it went too fast and it's not FDA approved. Well, here's here's the interesting point. The Pfizer vaccine is on the brink of being approved by the FDA, probably within the next week or so. And what are people going to say then? Are, are they going to say, okay, well, now that it's FDA approved, I'm ready to line up and get vaccinated. My guess are the people is that the people that are pushing back against this whole vaccine thing, it does, it's not going to matter at that point. It's it's kind of like you know, hey, Donald Trump's going to be back in the White House next week. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, come on. It just it's really a sad, sad state of affairs when we think about the fact that when you look at other countries in the world that have taken this virus seriously and have done the measures necessary to to keep it down, to keep the transmission rate down. The first country that comes to my mind is New Zealand. Now, a lot of people would say, oh, man, they're just off the charts crazy because they locked down the whole country. It was just reported last week that there was one case that came into the island and the president over there locked the entire country down for like three days. Everybody was just boom. The whole country was locked down. But you know what? There's only been 26 recorded deaths in New Zealand. Twenty-six in the entire country since this whole thing started. Why? Because they take it extremely seriously as far as trying to contain the spread of the virus. Okay. And then you turn around and you look at a country like the United States, which is leading the entire planet on deaths from COVID-19 infection rates. I mean, and we have all of this bullshit going on about, Oh, we can't wear masks because it's a it's a trampling on our liberties and, and and it's somehow it's invading in our civil rights. And you know, God forbid that we can't have the teachers and the school boards, you know, controlling our children because we need to have them be able to breathe. And it's just like, oh my God, really? It's it's almost like we're witnessing the universe correcting itself. Seriously. Now, I mean, now that sounds like it's kind of weird or whatever, but just stop to think about it. Maybe we are witnessing natural selection, honestly, because people who are hell-bent against getting the vaccine will not do it, more than likely will get some form of this, and hopefully they survive it, but you know what? Chances are they may not, or if they do, they're going to be sick for a long time, or they're going to take up a hospital bed, and they're going to deny somebody that's going to need that ICU bed because, you know, they didn't want to get vaccinated. You know, they, they just wanted to take their chances or something. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just unbelievable to me. Infuriating at, at the, just the level of, I don't know what you want to call it, uh, 
I wouldn't say ignorance because I mean, the science is out there. The facts are out there. The data, the data is out there. And you know what? I'd much rather take a shot and get some side effects and be out of commission maybe for a day or two than to be lying in a hospital bed, dying, gasping for breath and having a ventilator shoved into my, in, down my throat, into my lungs, and then eventually dying because I just wanted to be stubborn and not get a vaccination shot. I, I mean, it's just, Wow. Our society is is on the wrong path, folks. I mean, it really is. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, we can't be shaming people. And we can't be doing this. And we can't be doing that. It's not an issue of that. You know, I mean, there are some people that are so set in their ways. They are so far gone that there's no talking any kind of sense or reason to them whatsoever. Yes, we can encourage people. And, yes, we need to encourage people. Please, for the love of God, for the love of your family, for your friends, for the sake of humanity, don't get vaccinated. Stop the spread of this virus because the more opportunities that this virus has to go into people who are unvaccinated and potentially mutate, all you're doing is giving the virus an opportunity to, to mutate to the point where it is going to become resistant to any type of vaccine. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but, you know, that's how viruses evolve and mutate. I mean, think about it. When this whole thing started, the strain of COVID-19 was what the vaccines were based on, okay? And now it has mutated several different times into this Delta variant where it's actually a thousand times the, the, the viral load that people have are a thousand times higher than what it is. Sorry about that. You know, the sometimes the cell phones they just go off and you forget to t forget to turn the you know the vibrator on or whatever, you know, and it uh, just happens. But anyway, you know, the, the virus has a thousand times larger viral load than the original strain of COVID-19. So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's super, super contagious. And, you know, obviously there's, there's breakthrough cases that are happening and it's just, uh, you know, it's just a really dangerous situation. So we got to do everything we can to try to get this thing under control. And honestly, the only way to do it is for more people to get vaccinated so that there's not more uh, places for the virus to go. And not only that, but like, come on, man, let's throw some masks on, right? I mean, what is the deal about it being politicized so much? I mean, we're talking about a cloth mask. Really? This isn't about trampling on anybody's liberties or or somehow just, you know, cr creating some type of uh, tyranny in this country. I mean, you, I mean, seriously, we're talking about masks just to stop a virus, it's not like everybody's like speech is being like uh, impeded or, or or the Second Amendment is being destroyed or anything like that. We're talking about trying to stop a virus by wearing masks. And unfortunately, there are a ton of people in the Republican Party anyway that have really politicized this and turned it into like a rallying cry for the base. And it's just it's atrocious. Really honest to God is. It really is. Because the science is there. It's pretty simple, actually. You know, if you cover your mouth up with a three-layered mask or what have you, the idea and the, and the ability for the droplets to come out of your breath and your cough and your sneeze are stopped. It's not going to spread as much. So we need to do everything we can uh, to try and 
get this under control because otherwise, you know, I fear that this fall and winter is going to be, it's going to be pretty devastating. So unfortunately we've got COVID-19 that we're going to be hanging around for probably quite a long time. So we're going to have to do what we got to do to just come together and just look out for one another. I mean, this is a human, this is a humanity issue. Okay, it's a species issue, right? I mean, come on, you know, this isn't about politics. This isn't about liberties. This is about protecting our species against a natural born predator in the virus of COVID-19. So, you know, there's just a lot of stuff that we got to work on with that. So I would encourage every single one of you to please educate yourself about the vaccines. Get the I got the vaccines. I got both of them. I got Moderna. Yeah, the second shot, you know, I, I felt like crap for a day afterwards. But after that, felt great, you know, and I, I feel good knowing that it's going to protect me from hospitalization and death. Even if I get it, um, I'm not going to die from it. I mean, statistically, the statistics are there. 99.995% of people do not get hospitalized or die if they contract COVID-19 after fully vaccinated, being fully vaccinated. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, the data doesn't lie. I mean, the facts are what they are. So anyway, I just want to talk a little bit about a couple of other things that are really, really important that, you know, we can see, you know, in the last week, everybody has seen what's been going on overseas. And it's amazing. People go from being scientists about COVID-19 to foreign policy experts about Afghanistan. And it's, the criticisms are abound about how things are unfolding and over in Afghanistan with the withdrawal and, and, and the Taliban taking over. I mean, seriously, if we just stop to think about this for a second and just look at the history of the area, you remember, if, you, if, if you're not a student of history, I would encourage you to just read the history of Afghanistan and, and what has transpired in that country over the last, I don't know, 40, 50 years. Back when the Soviet Union was around, they invaded Afghanistan and they were there for, I think it was like eight years or something like that. It was ridiculous. And the Soviets couldn't do a thing about it. Why? Because it, they just got outfoxed by the people that lived in Afghanistan and they just waited them out. And that's exactly what happened. The Soviet Union left and the people took over and they had their government and the Taliban was the ruling party and, and that's what it was. So we go in there. And I think rightfully so when we went in there, you know, to get Osama bin Laden and Al-Qaeda who were responsible for what happened on 9-11. Totally get that. But you know what, folks? We got bin Laden and decimated Al-Qaeda a decade ago. For the last 10 years, we've still been there. For what? To continuously say, well, we have to keep the Taliban down. We have to keep the Taliban down. As soon as we left, it wasn't even, it, it was just a matter of a few days. And the Taliban took the entire country back over. It's because that's the government that the, the people over there want. We cannot force democracy in other countries. That's not how the world works. We got to get out of there. We're getting out of there. We got to get all of the citizens, American citizens out of there. And, and hopefully we can get all of our Afghani partners that helped us out during the 20 years we were there to give them asylum or give them the ability to come to the United States so that they're protected from the Taliban and from retribution. But honestly, Joe Biden stood up and was the leader of the free world and the leader of the United States and made the hard decision and stuck by it. And not only did he double down, he tripled down on what he 
did and what his decision was. And you know what? Two trillion dollars later and thousands of troops lost, we're gone. We're done. We're, we're coming home as well we should. We need to stay out of that area um, because the Middle East is just a quagmire. It really is. It always has been. And for whatever reason, you know, we, we just need to get out of there. And so I support Joe Biden uh, and in his decision with what's going on. And what I want to know is where's the rest of his party at? I mean, where, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like he's on an Island unto himself. Of course, all of the Republicans are going after him. And I would have to say the majority of the establishment Democrats are criticizing him on how the withdrawal was taking place. And where's the defense? Where's the left? Where's the progressives that have been screaming about ending, ending the endless wars? They should be screaming from the rooftops. But of course, we have corporate media who are bought and paid for by corporations that are pushing back against the president because you know, they're, they're bought and paid for by the military contractors and then and, and the corporate uh, donors of, of the media. You know, and they don't want us to leave because it's a profitable situation for them. So nevertheless, it's moving forward. They're getting people out uh, for, for what it's worth. The Taliban hasn't hasn't gone off the deep end and started shooting people and, and getting crazy and stuff. They're letting people out of there. So hopefully they can just continue and get everybody out of there and, and, and then we're done with it. But um, I fear that the military industrial complex is going to have probably the final say in how things go over there, but I guess we'll just have to see. So um, we've got a lot of problems here at home and a lot of things that we need to be working on instead of dinking around over in the Middle East. I mean, we've got people, there's tens of millions of people that don't have health insurance and people are struggling. Uh, we can't even get a $15 minimum wage. Uh, we're still waiting for the infrastructure bill to get passed and the human infrastructure bill, which of course has the PRO Act and a bunch of other things in it that it's going to help the American worker, uh, the majority of American workers in this country. So we're really looking forward to seeing that happen. But you know what? The engagement comes from you. It comes from us. It comes from all of us. We need to, to stay engaged and keep the pressure on to the elected officials so that they can get this stuff done. Because you know what? You can live in the bubble all day long, but you come out here into the real world, and I'm here to tell you that the majority of the working class, they're not paying attention to the corporate media and all the bullshit that they broadcast over the airwaves. They're worried about just making sure that they keep a roof over their head, that they have food in their stomachs, clothes on their backs, and they're able to provide a little bit for their kids and their future. That's what they're concerned about. All of the stuff that you see in the corporate media, it's not even on the radar for most people out here in the real world, okay? And I think that's one of the biggest fallacies that the Democratic Party is going to be running in, up against in 2022 unless they start having results for the working class, you're not going to energize the base to come out and do what they need to do to keep you in office in 2022. That's just the reality of it. I don't people don't like to hear that, but you know what? That's, that's exactly what's going on. So we need to come together collectively and really pressure the people in Washington, but not just in Washington, on the state level, on the local level, because the decisions that are made on the state and local level affect us as well, if not more so than on the federal level, okay? But the only way we can do that is to make sure that we have people engaged in the process. And I get it. 
I totally get it. It's hard to do that when you're working 8, 10, 12, 13 hours a day, 4, 5, 6, 7 days a week, whatever it is. And you may have to have a second job to keep things going, right? That's a lot of stress on people. It's a lot of stress on the working class and their families. And so do they have time for politics? No, they don't. You know, and that's the, that's also another reality is we have to do what we can to share the information, not only on podcasts, but sharing stories on social media. But not only that, but just face-to-face conversations in the shops where you work, in the workplaces where you're at, having conversations, going face-to-face with people as much as possible instead of just hiding behind a keyboard, Okay. Uh, having the human human interaction again and, and enhancing that is going to make things better for everybody. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. So I, I just wanted to take a few minutes of your time and just talk about a couple of those things and that I think are, are very, very important. So I would, I would encourage everybody to go out and get vaccinated, okay? And, and do your research. Don't don't just don't just pull up Facebook and get your information off of some meme or something or some crazy website you've never even heard of. Okay, you know the scientists that are out there. They know what they're talking about. They have the data to back up what their positions are, and you just got to go with it. You know, um, as far as the foreign policy, you know, hey, look, it's foreign policy. What do you do, right? I mean, it's it's the decision of the president of the United States to engage in what he's engaging in, but he needs the support of the people. Okay, and I th- and he knows that he knows he, he he can see he can see the polls and he can see the numbers of what the people think about being in Afghanistan and it's incredibly unpopular. I mean, people do not want us there, you know. And so he's following the will of the people, and I commend him for that. That is a that's a great thing. So hopefully, we just wish him the best of success going forward, and we got to give him the support where we can. Don't get me wrong. I'm a critic of Joe Biden, just like a lot of people are, okay, because there's a lot of things I think that he could be doing better and that he could be using his executive powers to get things straightened out. But it's a whole hell of a lot better than what we had before. It really is. And so we need to just keep the pressure on our elected officials and hold them accountable to us because we're the ones that put them there, regardless of the party, whether it's Republican, Democrat, Independent, it doesn't matter. If you're going there to protect the people's interests, then you damn well better be doing that instead of just taking corporate money and and, and getting the, co- the, the the campaign coffers flushed with money and not paying attention to your constituents and the people because we need you to do your job no different than what you would expect us to do every single day and do our jobs at work. Otherwise, there's consequences for it. The consequences for the elected officials is you're no longer going to be out there representing us. Okay, but it needs to be a real threat. It needs to be a real promise from the people that they need to stand up for our rights and do what's right by the people. So with that, I hope everybody has a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much.